On Shabbos, we read about the mitzvah of Bekurim. The Pasuk says, You should take your first fruits and place it in a basket and bring it up to the coin in the Beis HaMikdash. So what type of basket was used to bring up the Bekurim? So the Mishnah says, it all depends. Wealthy people bought them in silver and gold baskets. Poor people bought them in simple reed baskets. And the question is, why are we not more sensitive to the Ani and make everyone bring them in the same type of basket? We find in numerous places in Chazal that they enacted several gazeras to protect poor people from being embarrassed. The Gemara says in Sechtes Ma'it Katan that Rogamliel decreed that all Tachrichim be uniform. The Gemara relates that he instructed that he be buried in shrouds of flax, very simple Tachrichim, so that people who could not afford finer coverings would not be embarrassed to bury their deceased relatives in them. We find this concept here in Bekurim as well. As we know, when the farmer brought up his first produce to the Beis Amigdash, he read the Parsha of Bekurim. The Mishnah says that originally, only those who knew how to read would read the Parsha on their own. However, someone who was illiterate, makronoisai, the Kahanam would help him read. They would say a word, and he would repeat the word after them. Then Chazal enacted, as not to embarrass the Amaretz, that everybody, even those who did know how to read, anyone who brings Bekurim, makronoisai. They would read it for them, not to embarrass the ones who did not know how to read. So how come when the Bekurim were brought up to the Beis Amikdash, wealthy people bought them in silver and gold utensils, and poor people bought them in simple reed baskets? Why are we not concerned with the dignity of the people who are poor and impoverished? If they bring their fruits up to the Beis Amikdash in cheap baskets, it would be revealed to all that they are poverty-stricken and they will be embarrassed. This question is asked by the Toysus Yantav. So I once saw an idea in a different context that perhaps answers this question as well. The Torah tells us that if someone murders another person inadvertently, he must take refuge in one of the designated cities called Ari Miklot, and he is to remain there until the death of the Kohen Gadol. If he decides not to go to any of these sanctuary cities, one of the relatives of the victim, known as the Goyal Adam, can kill him with impunity. But what happens after the Kohen Gadol dies and he leaves the Ari Miklot? Why are we not concerned that the Goyal Adam will come after him and take revenge and kill him then? The Rambam says something incredible. Because when the Goyal Adam hears that the Kohen Gadol died, he's so distraught, he's so devastated, that he forgets about his own personal pain. He rationalizes, the Kohen Gadol, the leader of Klal Yisrael, just passed away. Part of the Beis Hamikdash was lost. This is the Munushin in Koit Shemayim. How can I be concerned with my own personal troubles? That's why we're not concerned about the Goyal Adam after the Kohen Gadol dies. Same idea over here. Usually someone who is an Amaretz is not very embarrassed by it. It's more embarrassing if we can't keep up with the Joneses. However, when you find yourself in the confines of the Beis HaMikdash, it's just the opposite. It's not at all embarrassing if you're a poor person. But it's really shameful if you're an Amaretz. That's why Chazal made a Tekana that there should be a designated Balkaira not to embarrass the Amaretz, the person that's illiterate. However, concerning the baskets that were used to bring the Bekurim in, the poor person didn't care if he had to bring it in a simple basket. Because being poor doesn't define who you are. It's not a flaw in your character. Hashem decided to make you poor. That's why the Chachamim didn't make a Gzeira that all baskets be uniform. But it's really embarrassing if you don't know how to read a parsha in the Torah. 
So Chazal enacted that there be a designated Balkaira for everybody. Back then, people knew what's truly important, what really matters in life. The halacha is, when we enter a cemetery, we hide our tzitzes because of loy glarash, in order not to make the deceased person jealous that he's no longer obligated to perform mitzvahs. But what if you drive up to the cemetery with your $200,000 Tesla? Do you have to park it a mile away so they don't become jealous? Do you have to hide your expensive Rolex in your pocket or your latest model iPhone? Of course not. Why? He's in the oil of Emmas. He's well aware that those things are meaningless. However, even a small and easy mitzvah like wearing tzitzes is so precious, so valuable, that he can't stand the fact that you can observe this mitzvah and he can't. To illustrate this point, I'd like to share with you a famous story that took place about 25 years ago. A person that lived in Brooklyn became extremely wealthy in the dot-com boom and over the course of a few months became a multi-millionaire. The following year, he traveled to Eretz Yisrael and went to see Reb Chaim Kanievsky. He told Reb Chaim that he's afraid of Ayn Hara. He's afraid that his friends and neighbors will be jealous of him because he became so fabulously wealthy. Reb Chaim asked him, Now that you're so wealthy, did you go back to learn in Kailo? He said, No. Do you know one Masechta in Shas by heart? He said, No. Are you at least learning a half a day? He said, No. In fact, because of all my new business obligations, I'm learning less, if that's even possible. Reb Chaim told him, you have nothing to worry about. Why would anybody be jealous of you? When you are in the presence of a Ladar, a person that lives in the Oil Ma'amas, if someone is poverty-stricken or someone is extremely wealthy, it doesn't really make much of a difference to them. What does matter is if you are learning to become a Talmud Chacham or if you are content being an Amaretz. When we daven on Rosh Hashanah and ask for Panasa, we have to understand that money is just a means to an end. We ask, please give us enough money and the peace of mind so that we are able to serve you and fulfill your mitzvahs properly. And now, we know. Have a wonderful day.